This program is brought to you by Suffolk University. Please visit us on the web at www.suffolk.edu. My name is Al Roberts. I'm the Rappaport Professor of Law and Public Policy at Suffolk University Law School, and I'm also the academic head of the Rappaport Center for Law and Public Service, and this is the Rappaport Center's podcast series. And today we're talking with Jen Bonner, who is a recipient of a Spilg Fellowship this summer. Spilg is the Suffolk Public Interest Law Group, and the purpose of the fellowship is to support Suffolk University Law students who are interested in public service. It provides funding to students who are working in otherwise unpaid summer internships with government agencies and public interest groups. Jen, welcome, and why don't you tell us a bit about where you are right now and what organization you're working with this summer. I am currently in Anchorage, Alaska for the summer, and I am working with Defenders of Wildlife. It's a national nonprofit organization that's dedicated to protecting and restoring America's wildlife and their habitat. Basically, the organization is headquartered in D.C., and they have 10 offices around the country, including Anchorage, where I am this summer. Is this your first time in Anchorage? Yes, it is. And, and what, kind of work are you oh, what kind of work are you doing with the organization? Well, basically, I have two pretty large projects that I'm going to be working on all summer. I've also been able to attend several meetings with the conservation community here in Alaska and also federal and state officials. And those two projects that I mentioned, the first involves predator control, which is a very unique issue in Alaska. It's very controversial. Essentially, the State Department of Fish and Game engages in intensive management of wolf and bear populations in certain areas in order to increase the population of prey species, such as moose and caribou, for hunting purposes. And the areas affected by this type of management are not only state lands, but also potentially federal lands as well. So my assignment is to examine certain federal land management statutes, such as wild and scenic rivers and the National Landscape Conservation System. And I'm going to determine whether any of the protections under these acts we could use to preclude the state from practicing this management or at least require them to conduct a NEPA analysis first. And then the second project concerns the official memorandum of understanding between the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service and the Alaska Department of Fish and Game. And this was signed in the early 80s and basically lays out the responsibilities of both entities on wildlife management in Alaska. And my assignment is to determine whether this document is inconsistent in any way with the mission of the Fish and Wildlife Service and current policies and case law since the 80s, and then use this information to argue that the document is outdated and needs to be revised. Out of curiosity, what has been the most interesting or challenging aspect of the work that you've been doing so far? What I've found most interesting so far is just actually being able to witness how an environmental organization operates. I've seen firsthand the importance of 
building and mending relationships, not only with local groups, but with state and federal and the tensions that arise between them. And I've also found it interesting to think about how an organization determines their position on a particular issue and all the different factors that go into determining that. Also, I've had to really go in-depth on some of these federal land statutes, and that's been a new experience for me. How did you get into this area? It started back in college as an international affairs major at George Washington University, and I started taking geography classes, and I eventually double majored in geography. But that field is so broad that it led me to environmental studies. I had a great mentor at GW and kind of like a light bulb went off for me. The more I started learning and I realized that these sorts of issues are what really motivate me to act and to learn more and I'm very excited by it. So I just knew that this is what I want to dedicate my career to. It's a very meaningful area to work in. And what are the ways in which you found that your the legal training you've been getting here at Suffolk has been showing up in your work? I've tried to focus my legal education as much as I could on environmental law. And I've taken, well, besides environmental law, I've also taken animal law and administrative law and land use. And I found those classes to be very useful. Also, just general research and writing. any way I can develop those skills is beneficial. Perhaps more importantly, I've just tried to supplement my coursework with internships and clubs. For example, last summer, I worked at the National Wildlife Federation in Vermont. I'm the president of ELS this coming year. And maybe you could just tell us what uh, ELS is? Oh, sure. It's the Environmental Law Society. Oh, great. Good. Well, it sounds like you're going to have a fantastic summer. Thanks very much for talking. Yeah, I am really enjoying it. Well, thanks very much for talking with us today. Sure. Thank you for inviting me. This preceding program was brought to you by Suffolk University. Please visit us on the web at www.suffolk.edu.